0: What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil, and you're now listening to the greatest podcast on planet Earth, Real Talk with Ezra. And this is the very first, when I mean first, the first episode of this podcast. I am so excited because I know a lot of people were asking me like, oh my gosh, when are you going to put it out? This is going to be so dope, blah, 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 rah, rah, rah. Well, we're here today. Um, And I got two great guests with me. Um, If you just want to introduce yourselves.
1: Hey guys, I'm Tatiana Frazier. and hey y'all,
2: it's Jadis
0: Gatling. <laughs> yeah, if y'all, if you guys want to tell a little about your, a little bit about you go ahead. Oh, for,
1: okay, okay, well, I'm a uh, no, I'm a senior. I'm a, I'm, a junior. <laughs> I'm a senior, but I graduate in December. I'm, I'm 24. Don't judge me. I'm graduating anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, little background: See, I was born in New York. Whoop whoop. I you know. live in Virginia Beach. Ooh, you know, seven <laughs> five, five. You, know, <laughs> eight, 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 eight. you know, whatever, whatever. That's um, lit. That's lit. Mass Comm major.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Favorite food is macaroni and cheese.
0: That's lit. My
1: favorite color pink. You know, it's a little. That's lit. And I love, love, love,
2: love Jesus Christ. Yes, hey, Praise shout out to 80, God. 80, God 80, is good. What about Amen. you, Jay? Um, so a little bit about me. I'm Jadis. I'm from the Seven Five Newport News mm. all of day. Um, I'm a mass comm major with a minor in history. Girl. Just picked up the minor. Um, I also graduate, but I'm out in May. I'm Whoa. so ready That's to lit. get out and <laughs> be lit. done. Yeah. And I'm 21. I'm young, trying to have... So, it's a dating I'll site? Feel. You said how <laughs> old you are!
0: So hey, I'm just putting it hey, out there. No,
2: that's true.
0: That's true. And
2: I mean,
0: I'm not saying, like, you know, cause but, you know, I'm just hey, putting it out. Hey, so is she on the market. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you <laughs> um, All right, so just to talk about myself a little bit, my name is Ezra McNeil. Once again, I am from Long Island, New York, Westbury to be exact. Shout out to Nassau County. um <laughs> I am 21. I am a mass communications major, um, junior at that. Uh, and uh, the reason for this podcast is to, you know, have real talk with real people. So we're going to have real issues and some of the issues going to be, you know, harsh that, that people are afraid to talk to. But it's OK to have that conversation, you know. Um, so from from that on out, we're just going to jump right into it. So today's topic is. Where are we at right now? We're, we're at an HBCU. We're three students of Virginia State University, and we love, love, love our HBCU. So we just want to have a good conversation about HBCUs and, you know, why we chose it, the issues that we have while being a student at HBCUs, and just our love and dedication for the school. So for people who don't know what HBCUs are, according to thoughtcode.com, Uh, A HBCU is a historically, excuse me, historically black college and or university. So it says that HBCUs exist because of the United States history of exclusion, segregation and racism. With the end of slavery following the Civil War, African-American citizens faced numerous challenges gaining access to higher education. Financial barriers in admissions policies made attendance at many colleges and universities nearly impossible for the majority of African-Americans. As a result. Both federal legislation and the efforts of church organizations worked to create institutions of higher learning that would provide access to African-American students. So with that being said, universities like Lincoln that were made in 1854, Cheney, the first one, 1837, Norfolk State, 1935, Xavier of Louisiana, 1915, Virginia State, 1882. So all these schools made a way for us black folks today. So let's just go into why we chose our HBCU. So Tati, if you want to talk okay, about so. your 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 experience of why you chose an H B C U.
1: So I have a secret, it's not really a secret, but Virginia State is not my first love really? of H B C U. Um so long story. Short. I want to try to get short. Um. So I first I think applied. I applied to North State. Mm-hmm. I applied to A and T. Norfolk A and only because my friend applied to A and T. She got in. I did not, of course. Um. Mm-hmm. But I only applied because she was there, and I wanted to go with her, and I wanted to get out of state because I was in <laughs> and I first I only applied to Nova State because it was there, right. and after she gave me so money. Scary. I got in, but wow. I didn't want to go. Wow. Um, and my mom was like, "Oh, you know, we should try North Carolina Central University," and I was like, "Oh, okay, I didn't know nothing about it." But listen, mm-hmm. I applied, I got in, and they had to be Jesus. I got in, in like three days. Oh, <laughs> I had to go wow. to I had to go to summer school. Um. So at North Carolina, at NCCU, I do fell in love. Like, mm-hmm. it was just this whole world kind of, of like, black people, you know, and you're so inspired. Everybody got suits on, and they all, these speeches, and you just see somebody like, oh, she bombed, oh, he bombed. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of inspiration. Um, And it's nothing like your freshman year at an HBCU. Right, yeah. It's right. like no other experience. Right. That's, like, that's true. No matter where you are in life, no matter if you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, if you're safe, it just it doesn't matter. Like, it's an experience. You, like, no other. Like, it's kind of hard to explain. And I feel bad because you don't get that back. Yeah. So you right. can't, like, not do it. I feel like everybody needs to experience that. You don't have no car. You yeah. got roommates. You, you ain't got stuck. no food. Exactly. You ain't got no money. <laughs> yeah. And you just make genuine friends. Like, I still, like, I only went there for a year, and I still talk to my friend from, like, all those years ago. And, yeah, and I've been at Virginia State Bonds. for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just it's an unbreakable bond. And it's just, like, that's where my love truly. That's why I'm at Virginia State because I went from one HBCU and I couldn't return there. And I was like, I got to find me another one. Granted, <laughs> <end. laughs> I was like, it can't be expensive. But, listen, I got to find me another one. Right. But Virginia State has been good to me. I can't even lie. Like, I've had, we've had our ups and downs. But Virginia State, it's just a spirit, like I said, about HBCU because you got games. You mm-hmm. got basketball games and football games all and right. Yeah, it's just, there's no other experience like an HBCU. Right. And I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What do you think, Jay?
2: Um. Okay, so I'm going to be honest <laughs> about my experience with finding Virginia State. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, Virginia State came to my high school. They were having, like, a college night, and they came to my high school, and it was, like, on site, you'll get in. If, you know you can answer the questions and fill out the application and everything and it was different colleges like um I think Norfolk State was there too and so the Virginia State line was like really long and I was like I'm getting in that line <laughs> and so I went and I went in that line and I got interviewed and I filled out the application and Next thing I know, they sent me this thing. No, they sent me home Mm -hmm. with the um, acceptance letter saying, well, you got in. But I will be honest, that wasn't my first school. Mm -hmm. Um, Originally, I had tried to go to Radford. Radford? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got put put on the waiting list. So I had made it, but I got put on the waiting list. And my mom really wasn't rocking with that. She was like, that's three hours away. That's too far. You're too far from me. I can't. Yeah. Oh, you got a girl. So she didn't really want me oh, to go. And then away. I didn't really, I'm kind of glad now looking back at it that I didn't go because that really is really far. And my whole like sophomore year at Virginia State, I went home a lot. So I wouldn't have been able to do that at Radford. And then my second choice was Union yeah. Ooh. And then my mom saw that school. She because I got in uh-huh. and I was so happy I got into that school. I was so happy. I was like, yes, I'm going to Union right. And my mom, all it took, she said, let's go take a trip up there just to go see what it looks like. Yeah. So we went up there to take a trip to look. And this is after I had already gotten into Virginia State, too. She was like, we're going to kill two birds with one stone, go look. Went up there and looked, and she was like, no. She took this one word. And she said, no. <laughs> this she said, This, ain't, this, this wow. ain't it. She said, you're not, my child's not going here. Not <laughs> not because, like, we're bougie or anything, but she was just like, no, this isn't for you. And, you know, she's kind of right. I'm kind of glad I didn't go there. Um, I just feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. and... I was meant to come here whether right. um I have my days where I'm like I don't want to be here and then I have my days where I'm like you know it's a good day I'm enjoying yeah, it you absolutely. know so I'm really happy that my path ended up being here and you know if I didn't end up here I wouldn't be here with you guys so yeah. I'm just really happy that uh, I ended up choosing VSU at the end of the day. That's Let me tell you something, dope. girl. Derm is in the hood, okay? I went to when <laughs> I went
1: to Central. Derm is in the hood, okay? <laughs> My mother, and that was like four hours away, so sis shipped me off. Like I yeah. didn't go home except for like Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. and spring break. But I, I think that honestly, kids shouldn't be able to go home every weekend because you need to be able to like the weekends where you get your real experience. You're right. We you ain't got no mm-hmm.
2: money. Ain't got no food. You got to make some friends. Notice I said sophomore year, okay. not, not <laughs> freshman year. Freshman right. year, I was here all the time. Okay, right. all the time. You got to
0: suck right. it up. Nay, I, I could say for me, you guys are saying that you guys were four hours away, three hours away. I'm from New York, so oh, yeah. I would, I was
1: You're like a whole day away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no,
0: actually, 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 I'm six, six and a half. Yeah, hours it's not away. that far for. But how I chose VSU, why I came here like just like you guys my first choice was not Virginia State it was my third my first one very first one was Morehouse Morehouse College oh uh, that seems like I, a yeah, fit for him yeah. I wanted to I wanted to be a Morehouse man so Aww. bad um but I didn't well I found out that their mass communications program it wasn't you know what I would would like to be so I was I thought about A&T now how I got to those schools was I gotta give a shout out to the Ada Theta Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated only because I went on their college tour twice their Mm -hmm. HBCU college tour and those are the only people that like helped me with the decision of going to HBCU because if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for them, I would have been probably at St. John's or something like that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, going on the college tour, seeing those schools, it was just like, yeah, I need to be here. So I thought about A&T because also my dad works at A&T. Everybody knows him as the Reverend. Oh, you could have got in. Right, but I I was (laughs) on, um, they said... I had the right GPA, but my SAT score was pure uh, trash. They played you. So they not like,
2: everybody's a good test taker. Right. I hated my SAT.
0: Well, actually, I'm gonna keep it real. I never studied for it, so it is. I, put I it, ain't like, studying for it. Either. Coast,
2: nobody studies for the <laughs> no, SATs, for okay? <laughs> no,
0: for real. You don't so, know
2: what's gonna be up there, so what am not supposed to study? Uh, exactly. four years worth of notes.
0: Exactly. So, um, so they said that you know if you didn't like, you know, the school, you could definitely go and... Leave, you know, and come. All you need is a C average so you could, you know, be admitted into North Carolina A&T. But when I came here, got scholarships. And I, yeah, I got scholarships and it just felt like such a home, like a second home here and meeting everybody, being able to do this now. Virginia State has, you know, made me who I am today. Right. Yes, you know, being a Morehouse man, not knocking anybody's school at all. Right. Not no. Yeah. No, they're all great. Everybody is. Everybody's, everybody's trying to eat. Everybody's exactly. trying to have. Okay. Get your education goals and, and get your own to, experience. Yeah. To make right. themselves be great, but it's just being a Trojan here was just such like, oh man, and that like, oh man, like in every yeah. place that I would go, i just like, yeah, I go to Virginia State University. Oh. Virginia State. Yeah. Yeah, Virginia it's State. Like everybody knows. So yeah. it's just like I, I I couldn't wish for anything better. Right. You know? So Can't, that's why. I
1: want so. to say something like, mm-hmm. okay, so um, granted, Virginia State is is smaller than than NCCU, but and and, and compared to A and T, which is huge, like I went to A and T once, and my mom got lost. Right. I will say that. Virginia State is small, but it's a homey situation. Yeah. Like, my friend who went to ODU, he graduated. He said, oh, this is like a campus campus. Like, this is yeah. actually a campus. Yeah, because ODU like, is not a campus. Virginia it's State it. is, it's all, it's, we're, all, we're in our own little world right mm-hmm. now. Like, it's yeah. kind of like I forget where I am yep. when I'm here and when I go home. Like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, we, we do kind of make it a family situation when we're here. And that's one of the good things. I feel like everybody should get that experience of actually being in a place where you feel like you're at home.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Like, you make your own home away. So, like, sometimes people don't want to leave. Because when you, like, I can see why people who leave college get depressed because it's like you've been here for four years and you don't know right. what else there is besides the college that you go to or whatever what university you go to but so I can understand. That's
0: sort of a problem in itself because being at college you need to learn how to adapt into the adult world right. so it's like once you leave yes you should be sad but you also be like ah uh, I'm ready I, I, know, I yeah, know what I'm supposed but, to do now mm-hmm. let me let me go and, and, and take on the world. Because this is just a chapter exactly. but
1: on another hand though going to an HBCU is that that's kind of like the offset going to an HBCU though you kind of get confused—not confused, but you kind of you forget that you're in your own little world with a bunch of black people. Right, and then you go out into the the real world, and there's no longer a bunch of black people around you. <laughs> exactly. Like I literally forget sometimes. i be like, oh dang, right I right forgot. Right? I'm not in the right, world it. Not saying it's a bad thing because you get really inspired right? here, but. Yeah. There is an argument saying that they don't necessarily prepare you for the real world. Right. And you kinda have to take heed to that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I apologize for the noise in the background if you hear. We're in the radio station right now at WVST. Not be one point three the source, but uh, we still going we're still gonna have the conversation and keep rolling. So now we all know why we went, you know, we chose the HBCU. And at HPCU of course there's gonna come problems. You know, although there's always a positive, there's always a negative. So what what issues could could we, you know, say that we face at Virginia State, but also other schools face as well?
1: I feel like, and this might be a bad thing to bring up, but when it comes to getting your money on time, Ugh. my mother called me, and she was like, you don't have such and such yet? And I was like, no, mom. She said, well, such and such who goes to this school, PWI. I said, well, mom, that's the reason right there. to okay. To an <laughs> HBCU. <laughs> and I'm not knocking down HBCU, so let me, let me frame it back. Absolutely not. But, not. I mean, being honest with my experiences, sometimes I don't get stuff on time that I need. But yeah, I will say, sure. though, that the people here... Are always well some more than others are always willing to help you right. mm-hmm. get what you need and get it at a timely manner. I will say that, but yeah, I think money sometimes can be an issue.
2: Yeah, a big mm-hmm. issue
1: here. Mm-hmm. It is, and I just don't want to. I don't. I want. I want to knock anybody. I yeah. want to make it sound bad. No but that is, yeah, That's no a real shade. issue. Like it's. It's. It's a real issue when it comes to getting that money that you need for <laughs>
2: something more yeah. time. I right. want my coin and I want it now. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I can really agree with what you're saying, but I also feel like sometimes. And I know that this can be seen in other HBCUs or other schools, Mm -hmm. is that the students sometimes aren't taken as seriously as they should be Mm -hmm. when it comes to the staff and the professors. But I would mostly say the staff. I wouldn't say respectfulness. I would say like getting things done that need to be done. Yeah. Like sometimes, even now, and I'm a senior, even now I have to call my father. This happened like a few weeks ago. I have to call my father and bring Steven in (laughs) to get it done. And when Steven gets involved, he's going to make sure it gets done. And. The way that they handle the situation, it changes. Like, when I talk to you, it was something else, and I got sent on a runaround on a goose wild goose chase. I got to get this done, this done. But when my father calls, oh, okay, we're going to take care of that right now, Mr. Gatlin. We're going to get it done. But that's huh. funny, though. And I just feel like that's not really fair because we're supposed to be adults. Y'all are supposed to see us <laughs> as it. adults. So right. why are you not taking me seriously, but you take my father seriously?
1: But right. that, that's right. funny because they, they they try to say that because if you're age and older, they talk to you and not your parent. But mm. then you got to get your parent to come for you to take me seriously? Exactly. That's the issue. And I I, I feel that with a lot of parents. Because cause parents come and they show their behinds and then you get stuff done. And I don't, I never like to see that one parent to come and want to tear up stuff. Because I'm an RA. <laughs> don't come in my building threatening me and trying to take my job. Because, ma'am, right. I can't help you. Right. I, I Listen, I just do my job. I do what they
0: exactly. say. I say. Yeah. Exactly. I just
1: work here. <laughs> I just work here. So it's a way you do things. But I do understand, like, some kids don't take it seriously. And, you know, some people are baby to certain degree. So I think yeah. sometimes they're trying to make sure that we don't expect to be baby when we go on in the real world. Okay. But, and I
0: get that, because that can kind of be an issue. Yeah, that's definitely an issue. Now, when when it comes to that, that that is all, you know, it's, it's facts. I I I've been waiting for my money, still am. I've, you know, <laughs> tried to talk to people about getting information and had to call my mom so she could get something, and she's not the student. Yeah. So it's like... Sorry, we still got some difficulties in the in the in the room, but um I wanna dig deeper into that, Tati. Um being a uh, issues that we face, you know, as students of HBCU like with us being young black adults and, and young black leaders, sometimes we looked down upon just because we're at a black school and not taken serious when it comes to real work. Like for instance, I was at um a my friend's school a few weeks ago and she was saying that oh my classes are harder because i'm at at this this, said school at this school yeah that's disrespectful so it's like how why is that that we get looked down upon or like our schools are only known, known as party schools and not just because we have like the best business school like in yeah. in the state number 1 HBCU according to HBCU digest or okay. or any any school not I'm not even trying to it trying to yeah, boost nobody <laughs> but like why do we look why are we being looked down upon when a lot of great leaders actually graduated from these black institutions
1: I mean, even further than that, though, even within the colleges, we get looked upon between majors. Like, if somebody else is an engineering major and I'm a math major, I get looked upon because they say I get easier work or I don't have uh, the case. a 2,500-page paper to do. <laughs> and I be like, since I put in my work. Uh, yeah. So I think that because they look at the bigger schools, like, you know, a and T or you know, a other bigger school, maybe I don't some other school that's bigger too, and they think that, oh, you know, they're known for partying. They are. Yeah, yeah. It it kinda cancels out the fact that these schools bring out great people. Like Absolutely. a lot of the people who have gone to these schools and they are still bring out people like my cousin went to Morehouse and he's smart he's like one of the smartest people I know. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like it just negates from the fact that um that we're not just Party schools, or we wouldn't have been here this long. Like, well, of course, of course we had to go through certain credentials. Of course we had to do certain things mm-hmm. to get where we're at. Let's go. Um, and that is something that we have to work on because right. it's like we 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 study hard, but then they party harder, and the partying harder gets looked over than the actual work you're doing. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, and in my fret, you know, they say, you know, you know party hard stay up late but most of all we graduate i mean we we (laughs) we we are scholars but we we have fun too and just because we party you know doesn't mean that we're not going to get up for that eight o'clock because we got a a bio exam that a bio final that we're gonna ace on you know so it's just like we need to i think for us we need to really show the we have something to prove yeah
1: you do you do we
0: have because we weren't you know, we weren't given a silver spoon. You know, we, we had to. It's twice as hard for us. Yeah. You know.
1: And, and I mean, it, 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 Bennett should be an attest to that. Because exactly. you see how we all came through for Bennett. we yes. like, no. Because they're yes. losing us with school by school. I think We're, we're down to like one-on-one. Something Or like that. whatever the number is, but yeah. they're, they're closing down. Right. So the way that we all pull through for being like, no, we need to keep these schools open because they're our history, right. and these are the only schools. There's things that like I should learn in high school. I didn't have no clue about, no clue about until I came to state. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we did that. Like, right. we did that. Like you don't. They're not teaching us this stuff in the public school system. You know, K through twelve or whatever. Yeah. So I think there's definitely a benefit. Of course, we're learning, you know, stuff about the real world and we're learning stuff like that. But uh, as far as our history, you don't really get this history um, outside of the, the HBCUs. Right. It's historical for a reason. You right. know, like these schools are built on some sweat, some tears, right. like, you know, so I feel like that should definitely be um, noticed. And, and celebrate
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Like once again, she was talking about Bennett. Shout out to Bennett. You know, shout we, out to Bennett. We, we love our HBCUs, and we don't want you know any HBCU to to go through what you know other schools like Morris Brown and stuff has been has been through because we we have a a, a large huge history that everybody should know about because it's a part is not just Black history but it's American history in itself. Jade, I know you was away, but we was talking about why. You know why are HBCUs frowned upon? You know, so what's your take on
2: that? I feel like HBCUs are frowned upon and looked down on. Because they just think it's a whole bunch of black kids trying to just party. He just, no, he said, just he said that. Said that. He just Yo, he just said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, didn't mean good. to like no, repeat. that's not our so point, though. But yeah. I just feel like they look down on us. They still think we're um, Ignorant. intelligent, I mean, unintelligent, and that we can't do what they do right. just because we have our own schools or we have our own type of name for our school, and that's not even close to true. Like, okay. some of the most intelligent people come from hbcus and so, it's like i've heard things where they're like they see that you graduate from a certain hbcu so they wanna and they you. don't want to hire you yeah. because oh you graduated from that school mm. like maybe i don't have money for a pwri dang right. like but, i'm just saying <laughs> right, <laughs> that,
0: like did, could you read my resume oh, that's, that's what i'm saying like my credential
2: <laughs> perception
1: is everything guys yes. i mean and i i'm i'm I could be held accountable for this as well. I've seen somebody on campus who might look like they a thug and might be an image. major. You smarter than me. Right. So it's, it's like from the outside, and we have to look, work on grooming ourselves to, you know, look the part as well as knowing the part. That's, right.
0: That actually, you know, for the, for the last, you know, topic... <laughs> That was sort of the, the topic? Yeah, the, the
1: topic
0: of, you know, with, it's a serious with thing. the with the issues, you know, how can we fix them man? and you started, you know, hitting it right off like out of HBCUs, you know, it the perception is it is key, you know, and a lot of people to to make yourself known, you know, is within that first ten seconds of, you know, your appearance of people looking at you. Yeah. So it's like, what what are things that we could change about ourselves that makes us say that we're not we're not playing games what like we're that? here like we're here and we mean business like
2: did
1: you see that, you see that? Like, yeah okay do you see the that the phone probably It's probably um, the but phone. But, yeah so there's some more technical sorry, difficulties sorry y'all we, we, hey we, this is real call his life, okay <laughs> word I'm not just go check anyway go check it. <laughs> um, I, okay so this is my thing though cuz i don't i don't necessarily like to change things, cuz that's like saying if you have dress you need to cut them and i'm okay. i'm not for that my thing is it's about being the best version of you you can be, and you know, and and uh, be, uh, you know, making your yourself look appealing or look professional. Professional yeah. is a key word. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's easy to go out to goodwill if you don't got the money to buy some some dress pants and a white shirt. Like you got you have to know the basics and then you work up from that once you start getting some money and getting your stuff up or whatever. But I don't think a lot of people are necessarily taught that. Like, you know, if you don't go to church and if you don't know a certain thing, you might not know what it is to dress up. A lot of a lot of you know, it's sad to say but a lot of black kids or some people might have fathers around, they might not know how to tie a tie. So it's kinda up to the older people to teach the younger people the new ones coming in. Which it's supposed to look like. Because when you're a freshman, you're first coming in, you, you're not caring about these classes. You're not caring about, you're caring about parties. Yeah, you true. bring party clothes to college when you first come. That's a fact. So people, and some people's parents are not, you know, there to tell them, okay, you need dress clothes for this. And even before you get to internship or whatever, from the jump, you should have dress clothes available. Right. And you should know things like how to tie a tie what type of shoes to wear. Or what's, just, what's appropriate to be in a classroom to look as though you care about being here and that you pay money to be here.
0: Right. It, it's kind of. Like you just said it, you know, some of us grew up without those those figures. Not even going to say father figures, but yeah, those, those male yeah. male and female figures. Like, absolutely, because some mothers aren't us. there too. Right. So I mean, I think that first of all, we need to all hold ourselves accountable.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: So it's like regardless, just because you see somebody, you know, with with their pants hanging low, don't just you know, see them and be like, man, look at this joke. Yeah, no, we gotta go help to him, them first. Go to him and tell him, like, hey, this is not cool. And what, what's your major? Oh, you said engineering. You're not you are you're not You're not gonna get a job when yeah. when we see that you're rocking the fruit of the moon. But, <laughs> that, it, it, but it's the Yo, facts. That's
1: a serious so, topic. So we need to,
0: we need to hold ourselves a, a, accountable, you know, and lift each other up because it's all about uplift of the community as well. So with uh, with that being said, like, if If you look like me if you look like me, I look like you um just just help help a brother, help a sister um I think there's some you know more technical difficulties because we are internships at the radio station, just making sure that everything is straight um but what what else do you think accountability I think what else? that
1: like you said like we can't expect um we can't expect someone else to to talk about, you know, unity and we're not unified if we're not picking our brothers, you know, our brothers up by the bootstrap or whatever. Like, we have right. to help each other to show them. You can't come mess with us. Like we're all for as soon as somebody from the outside starts talking about us, we all like oh, we're a family. Right. But when that's going away, we all haven't we all haven't feud again. Like we have right. to have a family. Um, atmosphere at all times, so it's not the, seeming fake. You know what I'm saying? It's all
0: about the unification, genuine unification. Genuine is and, a key word, and, and not not because of of politics. You know, yeah. it, uh, it has to be it has to be genuine. We honestly have to show love to each other because if nobody's gonna love us, who who
1: gonna, gonna do it? And it, 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 it shouldn't matter, you know, what organization you in or what 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 major you're in or whatever. Like if you see somebody who don't know how to tie their shoe. Help teach them how to <laughs> If you see somebody who don't know, who just well, doesn't know, teach them. Especially if you're older or even if you're the same age. If you have the knowledge that somebody else doesn't have, share the knowledge. We all, as exactly. a black people, are so sometimes stingy because I guess we've been oppressed for so long or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We're not used to sharing. Yeah. And sharing is caring. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you see something, share it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand that it's not, it's not. A, a a race you know it's we, a marathon. We, we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't battle against ourselves right you know what i'm saying we just all need to come together and help each other out because it's only going to benefit us you know
1: yeah, it's all. It, it can only be good from that. Like two are better than one, obviously. Yeah, and with with more heads though you get more knowledge, you get more experience. Like you just make the whole thing better as a whole. And I think that's what people kind of forget.
0: And one thing I could say when you when you brought up, you know, people who have or are, are older and have more experience. Don't be the one that just sits on the porch looking at these kids. <laughs> and judging but, them. And judging them. No, help them out because they need the help. Like I was in the gym. Uh, during the winter break, old, uh, older, uh, older gentleman, looking around, and he just came to me and helped me out with the workout. Like, <laughs> like thank you, sir. Like, <laughs> you were shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I, right you know, I was head. shocked. Like, he could have been over there, but like, look at this fool. He's hurting his back. But nah, he he told me he told me what was up and and helped me. So, you know, with all that being said, what we learned today is just like, you know, we we came here because we love. We love our people. Yeah, at the end want, of the day, and we want our people to succeed. We notice that you know there are some issues that we face, but although we have issues, we have the solutions, and we're just going to keep moving forward. And then we also learned that we need to hold all ourselves accountable and and make sure everybody is straight and is on one accord.
1: And I think the the main the main point of this conversation is, don't come for HPCU. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, HBCUs, If if you're gonna have. Something bad to say about HBCUs. All the HBCUs will talk about you okay. and put you it's in like the dirt. That one That's friend that want to come for
1: us, and then the cousin—we all the cousins—hop on you at exactly, one time. We're all cousins. Exactly. Like you can't, you can't forget that.
0: Exactly. You're not going. You're not just going to do that. So, with that being said, we're going to close out the very first episode of Real so Talk dumb. with Ezra. Uh, Tati, thank you so much. I thank you. Jade is. is, She had to go. She had to go. She's (laughs) in the other room making sure the board is straight, trying to do the PSAs for the radio station. Make sure, hey, make sure everybody goes and checks out 91.3 WVST, the source at Virginia State's campus. Once again, this is Ezra McNeil. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your cousin. Tell your aunties. Tell, tell your, your uncles. Grandma. Tell Tell the teacher from from fifth grade that you haven't talked to since fifth <laughs> grade. Tell the, the lunch the lady. Miss <laughs> Pam. Miss Pam, you better be listening. <laughs> I, uh, you fair. better be listening, Miss Pam. So just once again, we want to thank you. Hope there's going to be a lot more stuff coming. And y'all have a great evening. See yes. y'all later. If
1: you don't know, Jesus loves
0: you. Hey, if... If you don't know that, you know. Now you
1: know. Now you know.
0: (laughs) See you later. Peace.